0: I'm joined by Jennifer Roberts. Now Jennifer is brand new to property. She's literally only doing it a few weeks, but she's already moving. So I thought it'd be really interesting to have a conversation with somebody who's completely new rather than just people who've been doing it for a long time. So Jennifer, thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, it's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, so um, why property? I guess when you've been doing it for four weeks, what were you doing? a month ago, six weeks ago, what was, what was life like?
1: Well see, um, I used to trade in financial markets, but then I recently stopped that, because right. I've been trading for a couple of years now, so my mum has recently sold her business and she got into commercial, and she told me about the progressive courses. Right. Um, so she said this one, there's this one that I'd really like, which is the deal packaging. Kay. So I decided to try it out, and I loved it. I loved it when I did it, and I think it's it's really good for me.
0: Right. Now so when you, when you say um you used to do trading so um, what type of trading what, what were you doing?
1: So um, I used to trade in indices and commodities mainly. I did dabble in forex a bit but um, right. so yeah I used was to trade. Was this just on for yourself or was Yeah, this, this was, for was for me. This was for oh, me. Okay. Um, so I used to day trade. Um, but I still do have long-time trades but I'm I'm moving off of that now. So right. I've got it up to run. So it's kind of like the 70 20 10. If you get me. Yeah. So I've i've had um, stocks, but now that's running up. So I'm moving on to my new 70, which I'm hoping to be deal packaging.
0: Right. So uh, when Jennifer speaks about 70-2010, at Progressive we've got a model called your 70-2010, which is 70% of your time you focus on your main thing, 20% of time on your secondary thing, and then 10% of time on your tertiary thing. Um, in your strategy, so seventy percent on your main strategy, twenty on your second, th- ten on your third. Even if you're committing ten hours a week to building your business, that would be seven hours on one, two hours on the other, and one hour on the third one. So your main thing was um, trading. Yes. Okay. Was that a full-time job or was that um, part-time?
1: No, it was it was full-time for me because I very much enjoyed it right. because I'm 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 very I'm very good with numbers. Right. So you didn't so, like have
0: a day job.
1: Well, not really, no, because I mean, it paid me enough income to, right. you know, start in property now. So I can, I'm comfortable enough to go and start, you know, buying property as well, like acquiring property as well. So I didn't really need a day job when I was trading. Okay, well. So. Um, so. Yeah, so now I've got that set up. I'm moving into property. Did now. you
0: ever have a day job?
1: Um, I have at some point because obviously, it looks brilliant in your CV and right. work experience, as my mum always used to That's say. What um, used to you do? Um. um so I used to work in a jewellers and then I used to work in a pub as well. Okay. So they're two quite
0: different you know, things. So different literally, jewellers, pubs, got into day trading. Yeah, well, slops. actually,
1: I, I got into the pubs and... Um, is after I started trading, because I started right. trading very young. I started trading at 13.
0: Bloody hell. This yeah. is really interesting. What, how? how and why would somebody at 13 years of age, I mean, when I was 13 years age, I was down the pub playing pool. So why, why would somebody at 13 years of age go, I want to day trade? Well,
1: I, I was never really much of um, school, I was, I was always quite good at school but it was never really my forte so I did my A levels online actually. Right. So um, after my GCSEs I got out and I was trading through my GCSEs actually and then I moved on with my A levels and it worked well for me. Doing my A levels online because that meant I can day trade as well. Right. So now I've kind of like got to the point where I can acquire stuff because it's perfect timing with my mum actually. Oh. So now I'm moving into the
0: property side of things. I, I, I'm so. trying. To, I'm trying to picture you now studying for your GCSEs. Your mum <laughs> shouting at you, going, "You're doing your boxing. You're going, hang on, mum, <laughs> I'm just getting a trade set up." Yeah, yeah.
1: but I mean, my school did know about it. Actually, it was quite. It was quite a funny time at school really, because all their heads heads knew about it, and they just really wanted me to get through, because they quite liked me, they just really wanted me to get through and get my grades, but I was always sat there in an office, like quite, I I used to kind of like isolate myself, so I used to kind of like sit in an office, day trading next to the head, so I mean yeah, I mean it worked well for me, and it's something that I enjoyed doing, so.
0: Were you um, making more money than the teachers? Probably. (laughs) Probably, genius. So, set up your day trading, you still do a little bit of that. Your, your mom got, your mom had a business, so what was your mom's business?
1: Yeah, so she, she was in nurseries, so she sold the business recently, but kept the properties, and okay. leased them out to the business that bought Got like it. the company, right. so she's now sold that and went on these courses. Right. So she's now moved into commercial. commercial so she's got yeah. So one that she's got now that she's working on is a commercial to residential in Cambridge. Right. So she's on the commercial side of the business now because yep. we've got Davidson Roberts Properties Limited. Um, so I'm on the deal packaging side. So buy to let and buy to flips. However, we are right. dabbling in HMOs and SA. Right.
0: And you mentioned Cambridge there. So what area yeah. are you investing in?
1: Yeah. So me personally, I'm looking at Bedford um, because obviously there's a lot of good kind of like rundown areas in Bedford. So it's, you know, prime for the buy to lets and buy to flips. Whereas my mum's working more in Cambridge. However, we do kind of like switch around.
0: Right. So uh, in terms of you getting started in property, have you found it uh, easy switch over from trading to property?
1: It's something that I enjoy so I'm willing to put in the work but it, yep. it hasn't been too hard trying to understand I mean the course that I went on was amazing because you know they, there's so much support there because they tell you everything you need to know and then you can also go back and ask questions so yep. now I'm on the mastermind I can go back and retake the courses but yep. I mean um yeah I think if, if there is help needed then I can go to people but it's, right. it's been all right I think property, the deal packaging is very much like the same feeling from stocks, if you get me, this is why I probably like the deal packaging because oh, yeah. you're out chasing deals and you're out kind of like, yeah. you know, so. so it's the same kind of idea as confirmed deals. On.
0: How did you find Progressive?
1: Because my mum was in it. Because How my did she mom, find Progressive? Well, I'm not sure actually, I can ask her, but uh, yeah. she, I think she had a couple of people who had gone on it before, so it's kind of like friends of friends, right. and she... I think she beforehand she was following Rob Moore as well. Right. So um, she decided to go on the Academy as well. So she did a couple of courses and then decided to go on the Academy and do kind of a bunch of courses and then said, Jen, I think you're really going to like right. this, which is still packaging. So I went on it. Got it. Yeah. So,
0: like, and I guess it's good as, because uh, a lot of people come to Progressive and they've they're almost taken a leap of faith because they've never seen anybody here before. Yeah. Never, they don't know anyone who's been yeah. there before and they're thinking, does this training actually work? Is it possible yeah. for me, et cetera. So I guess from your point of view, you had your mum who was already doing the trainings, already yeah. could see that it was valuable and worked. Yeah. So I guess it's, it was quite easy for you to then sort of go, well, if mum's telling me, if my mum is telling me I should yeah. do something, you're very lucky, by the way. Most people's parents are saying to them, don't do it. Get a good job. Get a good education. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm very lucky to have her, especially sure. the fact that I can go back to her and talk to her about things. So yeah. if I've got property she's very good at the refurbs because obviously she was originally in residential to commercial for the nurseries so she'd yeah. get residential properties and turn them into commercial properties so now she's kind of like switched it around from residential to commercial to commercial to residential but she knows a lot about refurbs and stuff and doing up properties yeah. so in that aspect I'm very lucky that I do have her because I can come to her and say mom I've got this deal. what do you think kind of thing I've done the numbers she checks over it for me
0: oh, cool. Um, so and you've literally st- came here and did the deal packaging training what how many weeks ago? Uh,
1: about three, four weeks ago. Three
0: or four weeks ago. Yeah. Um. And then you've gone out. Have yeah. you found anything in the last few weeks?
1: Yeah. See, I've got two offers accepted on two buy-to-lets or buy-to-flips. I think we're definitely going to go buy-to-flips with them. Some of the offers buy-to-flips. However, they can be buy-to-lets because they're in great areas in Bedford, like right. really prime areas. But both of them. Uh, 22% BMV and 21% BMV and then we're also looking at uh, HMO um, which is also it's I think top 100 roads to live in in the UK and one of them's in Bedford it's Castle Road but it's a, it's a brilliant HMO um, so I'm going to check that over with Katie upstairs that's what I came here with my intention yep. to do but I've got two in the pipelines right now so I'm going to submit them to the joint venture and
0: right.
1: um, but yeah, there's. I've, I've become quite friendly with one of the agents, so he's That's sending good. me all these deals and saying, well, actually, we were viewing one of the ones, which I decided, yeah, this could be great to package. Um, and he said, look, I've got two more for you. So come view them with me. So we viewed them like two days later. And then we got both of those. <laughs>
0: Um, What sort of tips would you give people for building relationships with agents? Because I know a lot of people that come into property and they'll say, oh, well, I can't get agents to work with me. Um, The agents don't want to know me. How do I, I can't prove myself. I'm I'm new. How do I start? So I guess you're three weeks in. You're young. You've walked into an estate agent. You've got in a lot of people's heads, a few things against you. One is age, because you're just young. Will they take me serious? Number two is, I've got no experience whatsoever. Um, How are they gonna take me serious? So I guess, what tips would you give people listening who are um, thinking, how can I build relationships with estate agents?
1: I think confidence is key. Confidence is definitely key in talking to people, people skills. You don't necessarily have to have the best people skills in the world. But if you have confidence in yourself, because you can sit there and say, well, you know, I might not be, I may be new to property, but I'm going to do this. I've got this. I've got this. And you kind of like because once you go in it reflects if you get me i don't know if you know what i mean but be confident in yourself so don't go in with a bunch of doubts and kind of like really nervous you present yourself you're selling yourself i can do this for you i can work you know,
0: deals with you, you know I can work with you. Yeah, that's a really good point because a lot of people do, they walk into an estate agent for the first time ever and they go in and they panic and they go, uh, and they don't know what to say and, and it's believing yourself. Because actually once you've done a training, once you've educated yourself, you know more than 99% of people. You know more than the estate agents. You know, you know, you actually know more than the agent themselves. They're not professional property investors. Remember, they are just people selling houses. So you need to start to believe in yourself. If you're listening to this, anybody who will that wants to build a property business, it must first start with the belief in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody is going to believe in you. So really, really important advice there for everybody who's listening in. Um, so what tips would you give to somebody who was looking to get started um, in terms of thinking, you know, they're sitting at home right now, they're watching this, they're they're listening to this, and they're thinking, I'd like to get going, I'd like to make a starting property. What sort of advice would you give them?
1: I think a lot of people see starting something new as quite a big task. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to get into this, but I don't know where to start. And the thing is, if you sit there wondering, oh, where am I gonna start? Don't just go out and do it. You know, find something. You know, find something you like. Go and do it. You know. Um, so I, I'd I'd say it's just getting started because getting started is kind of like the biggest hit because you're just like, well, I I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't know if I'm yep. gonna be good at it. Well, you won't know unless you try. So you've got to just get out and do it. Mm. You know. So. I guess
0: mo- There's a saying: motion creates momentum. Yes,
1: exactly. So, yeah. So yeah.
0: So once you've got this deals um, done and sold, Mm -hmm. I guess if anybody's listening to this too, this is fresh and new, you could reach out and see if these deals could work for you. So if anybody did want to get in touch with you, contact you, how could they?
1: Um, so I have my Instagram, and then I've also got Facebook and LinkedIn. However, you can reach us through uh, Davidson Roberts Properties Limited, and my name is just Jennifer. Right, I'm Davidson
0: Roberts Property, Property. Limited. Yes. Yeah, so so what's your Roberts Roberts Instagram? Properties.
1: It's Jennifer DR underscore Properties.
0: So Jennifer D R underscore Properties. Yes. Okay. So reach out if you want to follow Jennifer. Reach out if you want to. F- maybe get a deal off Jennifer in and around Bedford, Cambridgeshire. What's next for you? So I, I guess you're, you mentioned your 70 2010 and you've got trading, you've got deal packaging. Um, what's the long term vision? So I guess where is Jennifer going over the next five to 10 years?
1: See, after I set up deal packaging and get it to um, kind of like run behind closed doors, if you get me. Um, so then, when when that reaches kind of like my seventy, I've done all my work on it, if you get me. I'm I'm hoping to move on to commercial and then super commercial, Right. because I mean that's what makes you the big money, right? So um, it's, it's it's quite a risk, but I feel like I like for what I like, I like high risk stuff. Right. Like I like the. I'm yeah,
0: A in. lot of oh, people yeah. say to me they want the reward. There'll be people watching this going, oh, I really want the reward, I want the money. But um, reward doesn't come without risk. It's balanced risk and reward. And I always say to people getting up out of bed in the morning is risky because you could fall down the stairs. <laughs> but it's about managing and controlling that risk. Yeah. So um, your mum at the moment obviously is looking at commercial property, doing commercial to residential. Yeah. Um, how is she managing the risk? How is she protecting herself in looking at those types of big deals?
1: I mean, she, she's doing well. This is quite a big risk for her because obviously she's, um, although she does have properties, so she can kind of like, you know the monopoly, yep. she can kind of like turn them on red if you get me. Yeah. So, <laughs> she does, that's how she kind of like says it, but she's she's got backup to do it because she's got a background in property, she's got property to lean on, so it's... Yep if if one fails it's it's not the end of the world obviously you'd be losing a lot of money but yeah. she's very experienced in what she does right. and this is this is new to her cuz obviously she's never really dealt with commercial property only residential flipping that's right. commercial but I mean, she's got all her plans set out and she's got what she's doing. And I honestly don't think she could fail. I think, obviously, everybody does fail at some points. But with her on this specific risk, I think she knows so much, it's just the next risk up. But because she's had so much risk here, she's kind of like built up to this one. So it doesn't seem so bad. Because other people would look at the um, kind of like the risk factors of doing this deal and think, Yeah, there's so much money to be lost in there. But again, she's built up, so she can afford to take big risks like that, especially with her knowledge in the um, property industry.
0: Already. um, So, obviously, any deal, whether it be, I always say about commercial property, is if you're doing a buy to let, um, a single let buy to let is a small buy, refurbish, rent, refinance, or buy, refurbish, rent, sell. And then a HMO is a little bit bigger, buy, refurbished rent, refinance, or buy, refurbished rent, sell. And then a commercial property is actually just some single lets or HMOs inside a bigger box, a bigger buy, refurbish, rent, refinance. And in anything, yeah, there's stuff to be lost and stuff to be won. But if you... Do it alone. If you do it without understanding what you're doing, if you don't understand planning, if you don't understand the process through planning and, and you know design and everything that comes with a commercial p- conversion project, then you will be on the loss side rather than the win side. One of the great things about commercial, for me, is um, you hire a building contractor to deliver the project for a set price with penalties. While typically when you're doing the small little refurb of a terraced house you're hiring the one-man band painter, decorator, plumber who might not show up for work or might show up for work. So bigger projects can sometimes be safer when you understand what you're doing. Now, that's your mom, obviously. She's not here today, you are, and you're doing deal packaging. So for yeah. people that are listening in, what is deal packaging? So a lot of people think it's just sourcing a house, but obviously sourcing is to find a deal. Now, I could find a deal and keep it myself. So, what's the difference between sourcing and packaging?
1: See, packaging, you can package the whole thing. See, we're lucky to have quite a good refurb team that's worked with us over the past, you know, 17 years. Yeah. So, they're very trustworthy, and we've got a couple of them. But they can work on our houses. So we can not only package the deals that we find to investors, but also package um, the refurb team and say, have got a really good refurb team, and um, we'll manage the whole thing for you. It's completely stress-free for the investor. And right. it will cost them, I don't know, another fee of like 2, 3k. So basically, know? it's like so the investor
0: is an armchair investor.
1: Yeah, so they, they get to sit back and relax. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, a couple thousand in commission is nothing compared to the stress they get if they were having to deal with all the refurb teams and different things yeah. of all their different investments, you know? Mm. So I guess so, it's for
0: somebody who is... Busy in a job, maybe in another part of the country. And rather than having to drive across the country to do a viewing and drive home yeah. and do another one and drive home yeah. and do another one, you literally go out there and you'll find the property for them. Yeah. You'll then negotiate the purchase for them. Yeah. And then you'll um, build relationships with the agents. You'll get builder quotes and you would find the get the builders in, do the refurbishment, and they pay you a fee. So yeah. for doing all of that work.
1: Yeah. So basically, there's sourcing, but then there's packaging the whole deal, and that's tra- yeah. what I was trying to say before. Really, you're packaging the whole thing for yeah. them, so you pa- you you pass it over to them and the solicitors, etc. You can also package solicitors, yeah. <laughs> but you you can package everything for them, send it off, and they don't have to do anything but sign right. and pay the money, and so they've got their investment.
0: From you finding the deal to handing the keys at the end, I guess even to a letting agent, so they yeah. didn't even need to get the keys; they just get the income. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So
1: it works so, well for them and it works well for me. Yeah. So.
0: Absolutely. So, Jennifer, really appreciate you coming in and sharing some of your thoughts with us. Yeah. Thank what you we'll for do me. as you scale your business, I think you're going to be in property for years. So we'll get you back on the podcast at some point in the future to find out what you're up to and if you do get onto those commercial conversion projects <laughs> later on. So thank you for coming in, sharing your journey. And um, keep an eye out for Jennifer Roberts. She is going to be doing some big things in property. Reach out to her as well on Instagram. Drop her a message. Look for her company again. Online, if you want to check her out and follow her, but I'm um, really looking forward to watching your journey and seeing how you fly in property. Thank you for coming and sharing your story with us.
1: Thank you. It's great being here.
0: You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. We're out every single Tuesday. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss future episodes. I've been Kevin McDonald. She's been Jennifer Roberts. You've been amazing, and I'll see you next time.